Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I could talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid, just walk with your Welcome to Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is October 28th, 2014, and I am so excited about so many things. Uh, we have a pilot that's in the queue, and we're going to talk to a pilot who has been forced to attend AA, and uh, the coercion extortion going on with uh, airline pilots is really shocking. I just want to talk about a little news. So the sentencing for the Carla Brada murder trial happened yesterday. Eric Allen Earl got 25, 26 years to life. It was reported, oh, my God, praise God and praise the media that they got uh, reported on CBS local news, KCAL. It aired at 5 o'clock. So if you Google Los Angeles CBS local news, you're going to be able to see what was reported there, and uh, it's going pretty much all over the Internet, social media. Please share it everywhere, read it, and inspire people to uh, tell the truth and to uh, get the word out there uh, that they don't have to be. Um, anyway, so that was really, really fantastic, and uh, I am going to bring on the pilot, and here we go. Hi, is it Jonathan? This is. Hi, Monica. Hi, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. Congratulations um, on the uh, the media um, announcement there. I know you've worked hard on that. Yeah, it's taken a really long time. And I did call all of them last week, and I am not sure that... Um, thank you so much. Uh, I'm not sure if I did it or if someone else did it too, but I did call all of them, and uh, they came. So I was like, really? It's a big deal because it is a big story that no one's told, and it it is the normal, old-fashioned way to inform the public when there are dangerous things happening. And the L.A. Times won't print it, but the Santa Clarita Valley Tribune is printing it. He's he's been reporting it. Uh, Jim Holt, the reporter out there, so we're really happy that he's doing that and following it. Um, I just feverishly went on my site. So leaving AA aside, before we get to your story, I want to 
Just say, if anyone's listening and you're a pilot, I've been now contacted by four pilots. Three of them are commercial airline pilots. One is a private pilot who've been forced to the HIMSS program. And I was, quite frankly, shocked when I met my first pilot, who is in my film. He, we don't see his face, and you know, we didn't even shadow him. He's so, you know, um, worried about anybody recognizing him. But when I interviewed him, I was so disturbed by what I found out because they have made AA and uh, its steps and its stuff into some sort of um, sort of like imprisonment. Uh, there's a contract I have in front of me. And it says on the top, Pilot Alcohol and Drug Recovery Program Aftercare Contract, which if you go to www.himsprogram.com, thanks to one of our fabulous bloggers, and her name is Librarian, that's what she calls herself, she's the one who posted this. And, I mean, it is outrageous what's happening. So you've been waiting patiently. We'll get to this contract, but let's start off with um, with your story with whatever you feel comfortable telling us, Jonathan. Oh, well, you know, just, just anything. Um, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I kind of reached a point in my life where it seemed that everybody around me was, was having their way with me and I couldn't take it anymore. And, um, I didn't know how to, you know, how to process through some of the things that I was going through at the time. Um, and, uh, I, uh, decided to self disclose that I, I may have a problem with uh with drinking. Um I've been a binge drinker for you know about two 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 years up 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 to that decision. And mm-hmm. um you know, was casually informed that, that help was available. And um you know I, I assumed that what that meant was that there was you know professionals, dedicated professionals that wanted to you know that wanted to help you process through some of these things and right. um, that that has that has not been the case um mm-hmm. it's it's been very 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 negative um, so shortly after that i was you know taken off the line put out on medical and i went into a um 28 day inpatient treat, treatment center uh, one, one of uh four, I believe, at the time that worked closely with the FAA that report directly to the FAA. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just thought it was kind of odd. There was just something very wrong about, just just odd about these people and this this whole, I guess, what we call um, treatment. <laughs> right. But, um, it, it, you know, there was no disclosure that this is going to be indoctrination into a, a religious cult, basically. Mm-hmm. Um the time that you spent with, you know, counselors and such was, um, you know, going through steps. And so before I, before I know it, I found myself doing worksheets disclosing my, my sex inventory, my harms and wrongs done to others and, you know, being told to read and wow. the big book, which, I, you know, I did. I, I complied. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this was uh, basically 12 steps on steroids and basically uh, FAA-mandated um, mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm come from a very religious background, had a very puritanical um, religious upbringing, so uh, it uh, was kind of odd to me uh, because I I do have a belief in a God, and um, right, but where where there's major 
um, disconnect is that uh, I, I just fail to see how, you know, following the rigid liturgy of these steps and, and you know, reading the literature daily would, would somehow elevate me into the presence of God where I believed I was to begin with. Um, you know, the God of my understanding is intimately involved with my suffering. <laughs> So I don't I don't believe that he's going to perform miracles on demand or that following this uh, this cult uh, doctrine was was what would uh, you know heal me from basically what is just a period of my life that was behavioral. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't uh, subscribe to the idea that I am powerless. I want to claim power. I, I believe I have it now. I've been through an awful lot the last couple of years. Yeah, and it's kind of given me clarity. I don't think I'm a moral defect. I don't think that uh, I need to, you know, confess before a another AA member who's uh, has uh, some degree of control over my life and dictating what I should do as though I'm incompetent and can't think for myself. And you know, I've never denied the fact that I I drank too much for a brief period of my life and I made some mistakes and they're regrettable, mm-hmm. but it certainly doesn't define me. Um, right. Right. Going forward, and that's that's incredibly negative. That's been that's been harmful. Um, you know, it's been, I've been assigned this negative label mm-hmm. based on a on a um, you know a diagnosis given me by somebody who has a bias, uh, who's a member of a you know a cult essentially. Right. So um, it's it's been very agitating, and um, every time I try to escape, I'm you know um, swiftly informed that. Uh, I, I need to uh, get serious about my program, or I'm going to drink and die. And uh, wow. honestly, Monica, at this point, I I don't uh, really like alcohol. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was just kind of a period in my life where I just didn't know how to deal with my emotions. So I, uh, you know, I drank into oblivion and uh, did some did some stupid things. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Wow. Um, and so I want to just, I think this is so shocking, this contract. Uh, did you have to sign this contract, Pilot, Alcohol and Drug? It's three, it's two and a half pages? Not yet. And it's it, it it's case specific. It varies by airlines. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's a, a general one that, that you have or one that's being used by a specific airline. But um, what was, was on I, the I HIMS, have not... The HIMS uh, program contract. I mean, it was on the HIMS uh, website, H-I-M-S, so I guess if you're not... Let me, let me just go into it, okay? I think this was... Uh, yeah. This aftercare contract outlines my individual aftercare program for continuing recovery. I understand that it is offered by the FAA, and then the company would go in here in the pilot's union as a special program to allow me to return to flying under monitoring. I acknowledge that I am solely responsible for the execution of the contract and for making use of any services recommended. I understand that I will need to involve others in my recovery to ensure the effectiveness of my aftercare program, and I agree to do so. Wow, that's outrageous alone, that you have to involve other people to be okay. Wow, that's fucked up. Okay, I hereby give... AA peer monitors is what that is, and... um... Yeah, I, I actually have. When you sign the contract, when when you get your special issuance medical, which um, I'm, you know, maybe about a month away from, if uh, you know if things go well, and uh, so uh, you don't actually sign that until you. It's your back to work agreement, basically, is is what the the extent. Oh, is. oh, okay. Yeah, we have some. So there's for those. Any, if anybody's listening out there and you're a pilot, um, we have an attorney here in California who has shown my film, The 13th Step, 
if you haven't seen it, you can go on and watch on Vimeo. Uh, you can see the seven-and-a-half-minute trailer, and then you can see, like, I, I've just posted, like, three other new ones. You could see that there, too. But the point is that there's an attorney. He showed my film to another one, and he, they're very interested in helping the pilots uh, fight back what I've learned from my attorney in New York that it's called extortion. It's not coercion. This is way yeah. more than coercion. <laughs> yeah. All right? Right? Yeah. So, all right, so I'm going to read another line because that one was enough to make me vomit. I hereby give permission for the aftercare team made up of my medical sponsor, aftercare counselor, chief pilot, alcoholism consultant. And Wow, I didn't know you pilots were such weak people that you need like – a team of people to correct your ass, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, wow, one, yeah. two, three, four, five uh-huh. people. But pilots know how to get in a plane and fly up there. Uh, hmm, that's pretty messed up. It's uh, it, it really is uh, just baffling to me. I mean, I I I cannot believe that my medical recertification is basically contingent upon my participation in a religious cult. <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Wow. And um, I, you know, I. I, if I had this to do over again, I I never would have uh, said a word. I, I it, you know it would have run its course, um, and I, I would have been fine. Um, but you know, there again, the I really thought that this was legitimate. That it was going to be people that really wanted to help me. And you know, I think some of them mean well. I really do. But I don't I don't think you take somebody um, who's maybe having some situational depression, who's just broken you know down in life uh down in their luck and then you know say you know you're powerless you need to confess all your harms done to others you need to uh make amends you need to uh um you know what is your what is your part in this and uh, you know what it's basically your moral effectiveness is the reason for for all of your problems i mean that that to me is uh is damaging and then then on top of that say do this and if you don't do this and don't take it seriously, you're going to drink and die. Um, it's it's harmful to a lot of people. Right. Um, I, I know it. It really just kind of steepened my depression, which which was situational. And it's you know since uh, I don't believe I'm depressed now, I've kind of decided I'm going to take take the bull by the horns and you know have some efficacy in my life again and, and not allow myself to be taken advantage of. And um, th- this has has not helped. <laughs> at all. No. It's basically yeah. um you know you're you're deprived of your income and then then you have uh a half a dozen people that have their hands out saying pay us, you know. <laughs> that does not help. <laughs> um somebody who's struggling financially. Um for instance. Right. So right. It's uh maybe uh 5% of people that are ego run amok uh archetypical Bill Wilson types uh, could benefit from an ego deflation and reduction, but um, right, right. You know, at the time I was uh, struggling with having an ego, basically. <laughs> and, right. Um, being deflated uh, it did, did, didn't uh, do me uh, well a damn bit of good, really. Mhm. Mhm. So. All right. Oh, it's really, really sad. Um, so I want everyone to know if you're a pilot and you're listening, there's an attorney out here. And please contact me at makeaasafer at gmail.com. I'll connect you with the pilot, I mean with the pilot, with the uh, attorney, and uh, begin the process. All right, I'm going to read. So they ask for name, address, telephone, social security, employee number. I understand that all of the provisions of this contract will remain in effect until receipt of my modification letter from the FAA 
releasing me from monitoring. I also understand I will be subject to random testing for an additional 24 months beyond the end of my monitoring period. Wow. So how long is the first, what is it, like four years total? I mean, how long does this process go on? Uh, it, it varies uh, for, for some pilots. Um, I understand anyway that it's a lifelong uh, monitoring, which, you know, incidentally, I, I have no problem with. I, I've stated to some people I'm working with, you know, just let me pee in a cup for the rest of my career and just enough of this nonsense. You know, it's it's irritating mm-hmm. me. It's agitating me. Um, and But that's not good enough. Uh, you're not getting this. And, you know, when I... Wow. Uh, what are you? What are you not getting, Jonathan? Wait, wait, hold I, on. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. slow down. And I know a lot, you, got, you have a lot to say because you've been like holding. So, but what are you not getting? Well, that's very interesting that you mentioned that. I, I was referred to an aftercare uh, facility uh, here in Charlotte, where I was formerly based um, for the airline I worked for, um, and it was the one that worked again another aftercare facility that reported directly to and Mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. company that I had worked for. I've since no longer right. employed employed with them. I'm basically, uh, you know, I resigned. I needed my 401k funds to, to pay for this and to, to live. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, those have, you know, gone fast. But um, what am I not getting? Well, you know, I the second session at this aftercare facility, um, I was asked, well, what are you doing to stay sober? What would you say to a newcomer? And uh, my answer was, you know, honestly, I, I don't know what I would say to a newcomer. Uh, basically, the wow. emphasis on recruit, recruiting in the 12th step, you know, you need to go out and carry the message forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, what, what's your home group? How many meetings are you going to? Who is your sponsor? Um, things of that nature. What are you doing to stay sober? Well, I'm not drinking. And that uh, there was kind of silence, you know, and uh, the, uh-huh. the assumption was that is not enough. You're not working a program. You're not. You're not a charismatic member of this. Uh, this. What does working a program have anything to do with I, being I, a pilot I, or flying? I've said that over and over and over again, and I wow. hate to use the book cliche, but ad nauseum, I, there is no correlation whatsoever between wow. this and yeah. my resolve not to drink. None. There never has been. Yeah. Never will be. And uh, so uh, basically, I was called into the office the next session and told. Uh, you know, you're not getting this, basically. And uh, we, we think you need intensive outpatient therapy, which would be an additional three months, and here's the number for our finance office. Mm. So kindly call them, and, and, and they will make a payment arrangement for you to continue with this because you're not getting this. And they say, you know, I I, I don't know what I'm not getting exactly. I'm, I'm not drinking. I haven't since, you know, um, I gave them my sobriety date, which uh, so. But, you know, I, I send in, I, they, I basically said, well, change your mind or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm disgusted. It turned out to be a $1,500 big book purchase is what it turned out to be. Wow. And uh, so I found a, a little local place quite by accident. It's just kind of a DUI facility. They don't hammer the 12 steps. They don't really they, – they cover it, but it's mm-hmm. not the focal point of, um, you know, their uh, their efforts. And it's been it's been affordable. I still – you know, it's still a car payment every month, but it's something I can manage. And um, – you know, then I was informed by somebody that uh, will, you know, remain nameless because he's, you know, still helping me in this process. Um, that uh, you know, that your psychiatrist says that your aftercare has to include AA, and if it doesn't, it's not acceptable. Um, the psychiatrist said so, this. Yeah, and I, I mentioned to the psychiatrist that I, I really don't view the steps as helpful to me at all. I view it as the 
you know, basically the posthumous ingratiation of Bill Wilson's ego, and I really don't want anything to do with it. It's a cult. It does not help me. It's ineffective, and there's no relationship between it and my resolve not to drink. And, oh, but it's the best program in terms of maintenance um, was the response. And so uh, I continued to go to meetings. And, um, and by the way, that's, that's demeaning. That's to mm-hmm. get a paper signed, you know, and this is going on two years I've been doing this now, and I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. I, <laughs> So I, I feel like I'm marginalized. I mean, very interesting, that article you commented on the other day about doctors and the rate of suicide among doctors with um, chemical dependency. And I, I zeroed in on it and I could identify with it. Um, I, I feel marginalized and demeaned and, and put down. And that, I think that's the, the central focus of the program is to shut a person down, to coerce them into lifetime involvement in, in a goofy religion. So... <laughs> That doesn't wow. help me. Wow, wow. Really. Okay, so you said things, and I'm gonna go, let's go back, though, because I'm really listening to you. So they told you to call a payment office, and so yeah. that means that your your company's paying for this or the FAA? No, I'm I'm on my own now. Um, very no, but, but shortly back after when they my, said this. Yeah, I mean, did you uh, pay for yeah, it? Yeah, no, I'm, I I was self-pay. I, you know, I had some possessions that basically sold. I had How much? A small music How much was it? Studio. I, I managed to get $8,000 from my studio. That's all gone now. It's all gone to, you know, I'm, I'm looking at selling my washing machine and possibly my car to finish this out. So. Oh, and, you know, no. Monica, I came into the program um, with economic, uh, you know, uh, financial uh, inefficacy uh, that was a great contributor to uh, what drove my uh, sense of helplessness. And, and the way to solve that is not convince the person he's helpless and, <laughs> and morally defective. So then damaging psychologically damaging. I can't stress mm-hmm. that enough. It, I, I think in some people it encourages suicidal ideation and depression. And, and I've yeah. been invited to relapse by people that are pushing this on me. Well, you're not done yet. You know, you need to, you oh. need to get this. You need to go out and drink again. Um, and, and, you wow. know, these are non, non-professional people that are, you know, quote-unquote sponsored peer monitor role. And, um, you know, I took them up on it once. And, um, yeah, I wish I hadn't, and I, but I was honest about it. I said, look, uh, I was going to give up on the whole idea of pursuing this career anymore because this whole process has been so untenable and so unhelpful that uh, I, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I got a job out of state, and uh, I tried some social drinking. And really, uh, I had one drink one occasion. A couple weeks later, I had another drink. A couple weeks after that, another drink. And, uh, and I did buy a bottle of rum and drank, you know, more than I should have. Uh, so, I, you know, I was honest about it, though. I called my doctor up and, well, that, you know, that's a full-on relapse. Uh, you need to go back into a 28-day treatment program. And, um, Wait a yeah, second. I wish you I had, had, a, done, you had I, a drink and then two weeks later you had a couple, a drink or two and then you had... A drink, It's not alcoholic. Yeah. Like, what is with these? Everybody is not well, an alcoholic. My question is, what's driving the behavior? And, you know, I get the FAA stance on it. It's a problem. Of, you know, it's it's zero tolerance and abstinence. I, I get that. But what is driving? And, I'm, you know, I've been accused again and again and again of, of you know, a, a range of things, um, taking a geographic anger, an angry person, self-will and riot, all of that. But one of the things that I was accused of was blaming my past for the reason I drink. And, I, you know, I'm never blamed and said, well, this is why. I and mean, ultimately, I'm the one that, picked up a drink um, but you cannot ignore factors that contribute to that and my stance has been this has been most unhelpful it's you I mean you have a program that's basically taking away a person's identity and then inviting them to go out and drink again um, 
it's, mm. it, it really is it's sick. It's sick beyond, beyond belief, in my opinion. It, it, so uh, there's just so much more. Uh, I don't want to monopolize your your airtime here because I'm sure you have other No, I mean, we're here to talk with you the whole time. I mean, okay, so, here, yeah. so you said that. So you're self-paying it. Now, I know this, but I want the listeners to know um, the FAA, there's a thing called the psychiatrist. This is, um, mm-hmm. I think it was you, and there's another guy in a, a back east too who I've spoken to. These mm-hmm. AA psychiatrists, uh, and also the guy I interviewed talked about this, uh, how much do they charge for their one hour? Well, my first visit to, you know, and not all of them are affiliated with AA, but a great, a great I would say, majority of them are. Um, in the program and recovery um, themselves. So, but uh, I. Whoa, 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 okay. whoa bill, wait a second. Wait a second. So, I know this, but I want the listeners to know how outrageous this is. So, yeah. you have a psychiatrist who's working for the FAA who's in the AA, correct? Y- yeah, yeah. Which so means he has fucked this. up <laughs> himself, right? He's fucked up himself. That's why he's in AA. Well, he, you know, everybody does at some point in their life, I think. But yeah, that that's the gist of it. And, they bought into this, and it, you know I don't want to accuse people of uh, malfeasance, but it, it is essentially a, a gravy train. Um, and uh, I, you know I, I think really, twelve-step uh, facilitation in a treatment facility is, is basically insurance fraud, in my opinion, and, and you know, malpractice. You could argue. And, yeah, it is. It and is, and they're going to get sued for it. Which is, yeah, they're going to get sued for it. It's not. It's not treatment. You know. Twelve-step facilitation is total bullshit. And um, yeah, I know it. it the 12 is. steps are not any religion. kind of treatment. <laughs> no, they're harm. They're no, very it, harmful. So it's no, it's no treatment at all. Yeah. All right. I want to say this, and then you're going to say what you're going to say. I know from the other pilots yeah. that it's between 1500 one guy paid, to up to $2,500 for an hour. Correct. To, yeah. That's correct. Okay. So we confirm that. Yeah, that's, that's Okay. That's outrageous. Now, then you said you're, going to, you're taking this, uh, this other class that you found is cheaper, but it's still a car payment. How much is this monthly? Well, you know, it depends, and they've been very forgiving and lenient on me. I, I, they don't think I'm an alcoholic, and neither do yeah. I, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a negative label. It's, you know, it's a nebulous concept. That we, I think just, we could go on and on about that. But it is essentially uh, whether or not they take a sample, which has been minimal because, um, you know, they believe me, and they have no reason not to. Um, I'm, you know, I know the result of the test before I take it is going to be negative. I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, tempted by that in the least bit um and really this uh process has not helped with that resolve one bit i can't stress that enough but right it's between 150 and 250 a month um for i mean individual sessions are i think uh 60 and then uh group sessions and, and are you know about 30 and they're mostly people that got caught up in the dui system and and you know the funny is i talk to them and they're they're not going to aa at all <laughs> i mean they're not being told or and some of them had to go to an AA class for a day or something, you know, minimal. Uh, but it's not this, uh, your, this is your identity now. You will participate for your lifetime. Um, right, right. And then, and then you, you've got these people standing around you that are your peer monitor's uh, assistant, uh, and they're there to help you, and they're reporting on your progress in the program. Like, you know, I was told once that uh, you're not getting this, and I fear how you'll answer the questions among, you know, the peer review board. If you answer honestly, and uh, well, you know, I've exercised rigorous honesty from the start. I don't believe this is helpful, and basically, I I need to 
stand there and sing the praises and say how effective it's been and wonderful in my life, or, or you know, I might not get to return to employment as a as a pilot. So mm. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's deep. It's very troubling. Uh, is there a a blog that you would could get onto that you could um, post about this? Do you have any suggestions about where? I have a feeling that this is really really big that there's four pilots talking to me now and actually there's a doctor and the doctor uh, there's a lot of doctors committing suicide Michael Langan um, gave me right I mean uh, really 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 sad so actually if you put pilots into uh, Facebook let's just say Facebook I've already liked there so maybe let's see if I can um, let me see if they're going to let me post right on here right now as we're talking live so um Live on Blog Talk Radio now. Talking. Uh, sorry, let me do this. I think this would be really interesting. Talking about a pilot. Uh, we'll call it coercion. A slash extortion with alcoholics. Um, anonymous. Uh, and HIMS program and the FAA. And then I just put my link in there, dot. Just bear with me, folks, blogtalkradio.com forward slash safe recovery. Okay, there it goes. And let me post it and see if it goes in there. I mean, I've liked the page. It looks like it, you're, you're promoting it. If you post in post to page... Well, it's, it got there somewhere on the side. It's not on the main page, but it got in there. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, so yeah. let's talk about – I want to go on because this is this – is, we only got very little. So it says here, I understand that all of the provisions of this contract will remain in effect until receipt of my modification letter. Oh, yeah, we already read that. So if you just tuned in, I'm talking to a pilot, and this is a pilot who has uh, – you know, went actually willingly and, you know, just started thinking he was binge drinking and uh, um, and only been doing that for a couple of years and kind of thought he was just going to go get help and then found out that the FAA and the commercial and, and the airline industry is completely embedded with Alcoholics Anonymous. And what I'm reading from is from the HIMS program, H-I-M-S. Uh, you can, if you go there, uh, we downloaded this page here. It says Pilot and, and Drug Recovery Program Aftercare Contract, which was obviously created by some freaking stepper. Okay, so this is a contract. This is the first thing. It says, so-and-so, I agree to terms um, specified in this aftercare contract. Uh, I don't think this part is important. Let's see where it gets important. Um, Mm -hmm. I agree to completely abstain, this is number two, from any mood-altering drugs, alcohol, sedatives, stimulants, narcotics, over-the-counter drugs, on or off duty, except on the approval of blank and blank, I specifically acknowledge yeah. that if I partake of any alcohol or drugs other than those prescribed by my physician during or after the period of my mm-hmm. monitoring or on duty, my airman's medical certificate will be immediately invalidated. Under such uh, circumstances, sure. I will not act as a pilot of any company aircraft. Yeah, you know, and I must stress that I don't have a problem with that, um, that part, that reasonable, um, I think. Why? Um, I mean, okay, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on, Jonathan. I have to stop you because I have a problem with it. Okay, I have a problem with the FAA or the government telling, okay, we don't want pilots, you know, flying planes drunk. 
We don't want to have you guys flying them impaired. Of course not. But, you know, to tell a pilot, okay, so there's a ruling, what, 12 hours before you fly, you can't you have your last drink or something like that? Is that what it is? Typically, that's the company's rule is more restrictive than the FAA's. The FAA's is currently eight. Okay, well, it's okay, eight or 12 hours, oh, that's fine. But to tell somebody yeah. that you can never, that you can never, uh, you can't ever smoke pot, you can never um, have a drink, um, uh, you know, that you yeah. can't, Basically. can you take cold medicine? I mean, is, uh, when you're sick? What, who, Certain who kinds, are these people? Uh, you know, and uh, you know, one of the things uh, that 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 got kind of was a, a factor in in my choosing this direction um, was that uh, yeah, I had been diagnosed with Crohn's disease um, in, in 2006, and um, mm-hmm. well, you know, a lot of time and not always, and I'm, I'm in a great deal of pain, and um, I uh, you know I never doctor shopped or sought you know narcotic pain medication by illicit means and use the uh, sick time as necessary, but uh, basically uh, notices from management began to stack up in my mail folder about my use of sick time. And um, so, you know, do I do I completely, do I just go through the rest of my career in pain with, with nothing to do about it? <laughs> you know, right. um, I, you know it, it, again, it, it just kind of marginalizes the person. And, um, yeah, I'm willing to do that. Um, I, I don't have a problem with abstaining. I, I really am not obsessed with alcohol, <laughs> but it just seemed like, well, at the time going into treatment, this is this is the right thing to do. Um, so. I think you're too nice. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm easily taken advantage of, and uh, mm-hmm. that, that kind of le- led into a lot of my depression. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is, I again and again and again, I've been told I have this massive ego. Um, I, I fired a, you know, one of my first sponsors, you need to read big book literature and kneel before your bed and pray every day. And, you know, so after, you know, eight months of listening to his crap, right. you know, and, and belittling and demeaning and, you know, ha- hazing, really. Um, I moved on to another one who, incidentally, is somebody I used to fight with. Um, he, he told me that I thought I was some kind of uh, treatment messiah, that I had power over millions and that my ego was massive and, and I said, really? Uh, I said, because that's been my take on Bill Wilson and AA sponsors from the start. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't have a, a massive ego that needs to be smashed. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to skip over this stuff on the first page because it's not as in, in, uh, outrageous as the ones that it gets to. So uh, as, this is number six. As soon as possible, after discharge from treatment, I will schedule monthly appointments with, there's somebody's name is going to go in here, a peer monitor at blank for counseling and monitoring from my aftercare program. Who's that? Who's the uh, peer monitor? So somebody who is uh, a pilot who has been through the program that typically works for your company. It doesn't have to. Um, and they will monitor your progress. They will send letters to the FAA basically attesting the fact that you're attending AA, that you are, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're, they're, you're working whoa, the wait, steps. Stop. And, uh, whoa, 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 slow down. Slow <laughs> down, Jonathan. Joking, yeah. Wow, slow yeah. down. So uh-huh. they're an AA member. A fellow AA member that's monitoring your, your progress in the program. Yeah. Well, according to AA, you're, nobody's allowed to ever do that. Well, according I agree. to the AA website you know, in New York, there's no one – is is, is yeah. an official anything. They're only trusted servants, Jonathan. You know that, Certainly. right? And not only does it have widely far-reaching, you know, constitutional 
First Amendment uh, yeah, serious. impact, but it, it also is uh, it's against their own their own tenets of uh, in the traditions. Um, so mm. yeah, and you wow. know I I I you know I I just my my goal is to just have the federal government out of this. What what business does the government have in this? Is my question. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, why? Make money. Is the what do you think? What do you think? And, making a lot of money. I mean, that's what Yaro yeah. and Hector, you know, who think whose daughter was murdered. Um, Hector right, right. thinks it's about money. So to me, it's, I right. hear a lot of money from you. Twenty five hundred dollars here for a, a fucking stepper psychiatrist. You know, yeah, overseeing the fraud that, that, that goes along with that. I mean, the, the yeah. twenty thousand uh-huh. dollars stays at inpatients, which are, you know, essentially malpractice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um in in my opinion and 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 fraud it, it's this is not treatment i mean you know and the, the sad thing is is i told the people that i'm working with you know i'm really getting a lot out of cognitive behavioral therapy i, I don't really think i need to be anymore i'm i'm okay I, you know i kind of mm-hmm. reached this realization that if i if i never fly again i'm going to be all right you know it doesn't right. define me anymore when at one time it did it, i had an enormous uh, connection to what i did for a living but right. uh, that has waned and um but uh Gosh, where was I? I lost my train of thought. That's kind of sad. Well, you were saying how you kind of don't really want to fly anymore. Maybe that's why you lost your train well, of thinking. <laughs> so well, no, bad. no, I absolutely do. I absolutely no, I'm do. Sorry. I'm, not let, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to let the, uh, you know, the, the possibility that I can't, you know, wreck my life and my life will go on. And um, your 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 identity is is not your career. And uh, growing up, that's right. That's, that's what right. I believed it was, and it's not. You, you know, uh, so. I guess what I mean to say is, uh, I lost my train of thought again. (laughs) No, you were saying that when you were growing up that, you know, that's what you wanted to be and your identity was completely connected to that, you know, that that I am a pilot, I am not anything else. And for now, like, that isn't how you view yourself. Yeah, and I, you know, I worked very, very hard to get there. I started out as a a baggage handler. I'd work 60 hours a week, you know, swinging bags in the hot sun in Florida and paid for flight lessons as I could. And, you know, I finally got there and, you know, basically management, airline management had used 9-11 as the perfect storm to, to break the spine of the unions of the airlines. And this regional airline became anything but regional, it became a national airline. And the job that was once highly coveted that was good turned into basically uh, Walmart. And I, I hate to use that analogy, but it, you, uh, these regional airlines became gigantic with big jets and, um, there were opportunities, but very little paying opportunities. So, going into this with an enormous amount of student loan debt, and um, you know, basically struggling financially on on what was paid, you know, the first several years, what was mm-hmm. quite a struggle. So, mm-hmm. I would often be on the road, uh, pick up extra trips, fly overtime, uh, six days a week sometimes, just to pay bills and maybe put a little away. So, uh, you, you, your your social interactions, your are greatly exacerbated by the fact that you're never home and you can't really have normal friendships and relationships. So a lot of that stuff is kind of what led to that point where I, I just, you know, began to, to drink up normally. I, I don't think I was born <laughs> with a defective gene or or a defective character that led me down that path. Um, I think it's it's very much behavioral. Right, right. I I was so foolish too. I believe that. Okay, I want to go on to this next one. This is completely outrageous. Um, Let's see. Um, So he's gonna schedule appointments with. We did that. 
I will attend the aftercare group meetings of on the time uh, and the day of the week, location. I understand that I am to attend as many of these scheduled meetings as possible in absence for each meeting in my pilot's aftercare log. I understand that termination of my monitoring will not be recommended unless I have satisfied the aftercare team of my diligent efforts to attend these meetings. Like either you've attended them or not. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. diligent, okay. Yeah. After medical recertification, I will attend at least half of the meetings during each quarter as an absolute minimum over the period of my monitoring. I will attend number 9. I will attend meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous and NA on a daily basis. Yeah. Let me throw up. Whoever, yeah, I've done, I mean, I've done not just one, but two 90 and 90s. And it, you know, in a time when I needed to be looking for a job, I was being put in isolation for, you know, months at a time, having my cell phone taken away, couldn't pay my bills because I paid them with my phone. And right. and then 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 the the idea that you need to go to multiple meetings that you know, and I, some lunatics were telling me, you know, go to. Two and three a day. You need to come a half hour early and stay a half hour late. Well, you know, at what point does a person, you know, look for a job and 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 um, begin to to do things that would actually positively affect their life in terms of earning, you know, a paycheck? <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that that aspect of it is it, it exacerbates the business of getting on with life. And I'm finding that now. I'm you know working as a cab driver, and I'm, I'm very thankful for the work. It's not high pay. But I'm I'm doing this five and six nights a week and twelve hour shifts and then I'm being told three A meetings a week and then you're monitoring. I mean, I, you know, it just jams up my whole week. Hey, totally. yeah. Did you and get I, through I, you to know, the pilot? No, you didn't. I mean, did you get through to the attorney today or no? You didn't. Right? No, I didn't. Um, okay, I, I left Hold, a message. So. I'm, yeah. Well, he'll, John will get back to you. Okay. So we're talking with a pi- airline pilot who's been. Uh, coerced and extorted to attend uh, this AA world of Neverland, uh, some kind of weird made-up bullshit uh, with the FAA and commercial airline pilots that, oh, my God, has to be so exposed. Uh, we have another pilot in the queue. I'm actually going to bring him on, Jonathan, okay? We're going to bring good, in. Yeah, give him some time. Man. More the merrier. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. Here we go. Let's see. Hi, you're live on the air. Hey, Monica's Rich. How are you? Hey, Rich. I'm good. I'm really, really good. I'm glad to have you both on. Excellent. And I love hearing Jonathan speak. He's uh, a really a good speaker and expressing his ideas very, very nicely. And I, I couldn't agree with him more. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, I've, I've had a chance to read some of your blogs, and uh, I'm glad there's there's strength in numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, uh, we're, we're going through this experience, and it's it's uh, it's horrific, actually. It is, yeah. Been yeah. the worst the worst two years of my entire life. It's not been helpful at all. <laughs> yeah, and I have opted to actually sit out for two years without pay uh, from work. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, because uh, uh, it, it is a cult. It, it is brainwashing, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I, for one, simply won't have it. Good That's for good. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's better. Uh, it's and I, I don't want to be too melodramatic, but it's better to die on your feet than to live on your knees. You know, it's just like, come on, what's going on? Here? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, now, did you have you seen this contract that I'm reading right now? Uh, yeah, uh, my company has a version of it, and it's appalling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I think it's, 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 
it's a boilerplate contract. I think that the Hems uh, people, uh, the Alpha Hems people, uh, Airline Pilots Association, promulgate that contract to the various companies. So it's kind of a boilerplate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. It's basically uh, you're going to give up your autonomy, and you're going to uh, place yourself under the whims of some twelve stepper. To that's uh, not qualified. Yeah. 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 That you're okay. Uh, and these twelve steppers are out of their minds. Yeah. Yeah, and, and give us an example of a, we. I know they're out of their minds as you do. Uh, give the listener like an example to like I'm reading for you with your experience of what's just so crazy about it all. Uh, well, uh, for one thing, you're going to need to get a letter of recommendation, basically, from your peer group monitor. I believe is the phrase they use, and that's someone. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the property where you work, who uh, is going to give you the thumbs up that you're actually going? It's it's basically uh, are you playing the AA game to mm-hmm. his sa- or her satisfaction? Wow, correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Now you guys already mentioned that that's against the AA guidelines. Yeah, themselves. somebody just so they- posted it. It's totally against like no sponsor. Uh, is allowed or, you know, is, is supposed to be considered a professional. It's like they say, we are not professionals. You're just supposed to be sharing your experience, strength, and hope. But these people are, you know, they've brought it to another level. That's why I called it Neverland or, like, down the looking glass or whatever you want to call it. It's like taking a bad hit of acid and never waking up. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, the Alice in Wonderland reference, uh, down the... Uh, or whatever it's called. Rabbit yeah, hole. down the rabbit hole. I mean, I, I got to tell you, I've been talking to people who lost their children, Rich and John. You know, uh, people yeah. who've been raped, people who have been like really psychologically fucked over. But when I met uh-huh. the pilot up north, and I interviewed him, and I couldn't film him, and then I we went and had sushi, and I spent more time when we were talking, and then I began to understand what was going on with the pilots. I was literally, yeah. my jaw was like dropped, and I was so depressed, I couldn't even watch the footage. Like, I gave it to my editor, and I said, you know what? I can't take it. This is so bad, and it's as bad yeah. as the murder, but there was something worse knowing that, that now, okay, I was upset about the coercion with the courts and the judicial system that now the FAA, too? Oh, my God. Oh, and that's they're, before they're I knew that... Yeah. Right, right, and that's before I knew that AA was on the White House website. <laughs> So it was a bad yeah. few months there, okay, as I'm finishing up a three-year film. Certainly. If I would have known this about the pilots, it would have been more in the film. You know what I mean? Like sequel. I, it, Yeah, it was towards the you know, sequel. Well, I, I think it belongs on Frontline, but, you know, maybe. But here's st- stay on the phone a little bit more, Rich, because I want to read just this one thing. So there's another thing that says, I will attend, number nine, alcoholics and AA meetings on a daily basis for three months and a minimum of 12 times per month thereafter. Daily attendance through medical recertification is recommended. The aftercare counselor will assist me in locating such meetings. Oh, my God, you're such a fucking baby. You can fly a plane, and you're like grown men with balls, but now you need a fucking counselor who's going to assist you in finding such meetings? Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Right? It's insane. I could just comment quickly, and um, I, you know, I think the, one of the major things that drives—I I hate to call it addiction, but yeah, abnormal drinking—one of the major things that 
drives that behavior, and it is a behavior, not a disease. It's an overriding feeling of powerlessness, and yeah. this takes away any self-efficacy and identity right. that a person could possibly have. It, it does the exact opposite of what, what good therapy should do, in my opinion. Mm. It, that's exactly right. It's the exact opposite of what it's supposed to be. It's not therapeutic. It's it's yeah. just some sort of... Uh, I can't find the words. It's the exactly opposite of what it's supposed to be. And yeah. people are making tons of money off of it. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Shot, shot yeah. really. Okay, so I see. Rich, did you get to talk to the attorney? Did you talk to John? Uh, I left a message with his, I, I believe, receptionist, and he will call, contact me at the uh, when he can. Okay, so they're really serious. I'm going to forward this uh, contract to them. And I think, you know, I mean, he'll he'll have a talk with him and then, you know, we'll discuss, you know, how how to go forward. Um, my attorney, who's helping me with, um, you know, my film, my documentary, uh, has an attorney in Florida. Like, but, you know, I think you need a certain, I think once we get started, maybe you started here, you know, he'll know. But I think that it helps that there was just this a lawsuit that was, you know, won by the. Did you both read the story about the Barry Hazel, who sued yes. and won, right? Yeah. Very encouraging. And and right? his story, they threw him in jail because he wouldn't go to AA. Well, he uh, went to the rehab that they kind of, you know, sent him. And then when he didn't, when he didn't talk the talk. Uh, then his the AA I mean the rehab told his probation officer and I guess the probation officer told on him to the judge they put him back in jail for a hundred days so they sued all three but this is really good for you guys because here you have a guy who's using drugs they're going to be on too they're going to be on my show uh, probably next week or as soon as we can have them on um, but that you have airline pilots who are not doing anything illegal who uh and you know we all agree that nobody wants anybody to have a drunken pilot a drunken a captain of a ship a drunken person behind the car sure. you know all of that that's but you can't take aa this old modality from the 30s and to be honest what i've said to everybody is this if the normal public had to jump through the hoops that you guys are having to do nobody i'm telling you nobody would ever go to aa because they, 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 they put AA out there like it's this, oh, take what you like and leave the rest. And, you know, it's yeah, just a bull. suggestion. <laughs> that's a <laughs> bull. Right. Of course yeah. it is. Even, even AA in regular meetings, that's bullshit. So what they show up on TV, on all the TV shows and in film, all they ever show is a little group of people supporting each other, which is total bullshit. They don't show that it, it begins mm. and ends with a prayer, that it, it ends with holding mm. hands with strangers and saying <laughs> a prayer. Right, right, right. Predating, you know, uh, on females. Uh, they don't show the dark side of what's involved with that uh, that fellowship. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. The, the uh, did you guys ever see any of that? I mean, we never talked about that because I'm so upset about this other stuff, just extortion that's going on. But have you ever seen, uh, been into meetings where you you could actually see what my film was started for? I've only no? read about it. Uh, I've read about it. I'm not familiar with the meetings per se. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, anecdotally and through reading, I've, I've read uh, just reams of information uh, regarding uh, the cult that the government wants me to join to go back to flying. And uh, I'm like, oh, what are you, out of your mind? 
So have you talked to the press? Have you talked to the journalist yet? Have either of you talked to the journalist that I connected you with? Gabrielle, yeah. Mm-hmm. You talked yeah. to her? I haven't. Yeah, I really enjoyed her piece, too, the other day. Um, yeah. I forget the name of the a- actress um, who had uh, succumbed. And, Elizabeth Pena, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I got some good comments. and I, I, I have to say this side is winning the debate slowly, I think. I, I think so. Did you read the thing about uh, Glenn Coase? How she was raised yeah, in the cold. That, Isn't that interesting? The Oxford, uh, the Oxford group, and uh, you know, there's there's, there's uh, <laughs> more to it. Uh, in my case, I mean, I, you know, I grew up in a. My my father was a seminary professor, so I had a very highly evolved conception of God. And I must tell you, uh, well, you know, growing up, you know, around the dinner table with other theologians um, talking about the errancy of certain religions and stuff, but. Uh, I don't. I don't find God in AA. That's the other thing that's just baffling about this. I, it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I consider myself a deist, but it, it just, in my experience, this 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 program, and in, in my opinion, which take it for what it's worth, does not involve um, the work of God, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what well, does it involve? Really, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, what do you? If you I, I were believe to... it, it involves the. It involves the participants egos basically and uh you know i in the sponsor sponsee relationship I, i've said again and again that it's not about helping me at all it's about mm-hmm. you know making uh you know buttressing up someone else's ego because of their you know super sobriety or some such thing um so it, it that that dynamic and maybe i've just had bad sponsors but it's not been helpful at all. It's been demeaning and uh, very, very negative, belittling, and, and uh, marginalizing all those things that that have been mentioned. Um, well, guys, who, who do you think? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rich. Were you going to say something? Well, I was going to say something disparaging about AA. I, I found it in my final analysis to be uh, uh, Bill Wilson's retirement plan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he made up all sorts of cockamamie stuff about the nature of substance abuse. Uh, by and large, I think most of it comes from short-term depression or situational depression. People will indulge in alcohol or some form Correct. of extreme behavior, mm-hmm. and then they invent this whole thing about it. And it's like, ah. mm-hmm. so it to me it was it was Bill Wilson's retirement plan, and also I found. Uh, his writings to be the height of, uh, of uh, arrogant egotism, a rampant egotist. Uh, only <laughs> yeah. God could cure me. So, so what is that? How important this guy is? Yeah. But well, not or just God, but Bill, Bill Wilson's conception of God. So uh, yeah. that's, yeah. I would argue, is his own ego. But <laughs> yeah, I, I would tend to agree. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I'm going to read this last one. Uh, This says number 16 on this contract. I understand the crucial nature of this family disease. I will therefore encourage family participation in the recovery program and facilitate it any way I can. So, you know, this whole thing about it being a, a, that's so a family disease. Oh my God. In your, in your contract, that's such steppers, that's Al-Anon and AA kind of nonsense. Yeah. Wow. Um, we have about four minutes left, so I want to kind of, if we could wrap it up a little bit, I'm going to just say that um, we'll have you on again. I want to talk to you off the radio show about uh, the stuff with John. 
And um, just to thank you both, and uh, I think Rich suggested I go to the – I was like, where can I really find the pilots? Is there such thing as like a pilot bar like there is a cop bar? And so he said, go to the hotels near LAX, and in the lobby I will find pilots. So I plan on doing that, and I'm probably going to do it soon and just go there with my little pamphlets and talk to some guys. And uh, if you can think of anywhere else where we could post things on the Internet – uh, Twitter, if you don't have Twitter accounts, it's good to have them because we can reach media through Twitter. Facebook is more for family and friends. Twitter is really the media. Like I tweeted directly to the news last week about Carla's case as well as calling them. And maybe through Twitter we could find more pilots. And I have a feeling there's hundreds, don't you think? How many pilots do you think this is happening to? Well, I believe... Go ahead, Jonathan. No. no, I was going to just say let Rich comment on that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's alarming numbers, but I, I think the majority of them don't want to make waves and, and just cooperate, graduate. Uh, that's the kind of part of the pilot persona. But I'll, I'll let Rich comment on that. Yeah, well, yeah, I know Jonathan can cooperate, can corroborate the uh, saying when we're getting trained and stuff like that. Uh, we always say cooperate and graduate. You know, don't don't raise any uh, any flags about this is ridiculous. Just cooperate and graduate. So a lot of people go along with the program. The mm-hmm. figure that comes to mind as far as the Hames program itself, uh, I don't have the exact number. I think it's 2,800 pilots at this point. Uh, at this point, around that figure. Uh, how many other pilots have been adversely uh, impacted? I, I don't know. That's a big lawsuit. Well, that's a big lawsuit. Yeah, it's a big lawsuit. It needs to happen. Like, this stuff is yeah. really bad. It needs, to be, it needs to be stopped, and there's people suffering, you know? I mean, it may, yeah. it may not be the same way as the Carla, you know, Carla Brada's family or women who I interviewed who were assaulted, but this is against the Constitution. Like, this is, you know, it's so, like, you know, your pilots are being sent to this religious organization because, uh, what? I mean, I just really, like, I can't believe that I ever didn't see it that way. I mean, I was raised as a Catholic, too. So when people, I mean, I think a lot of people who are raised Christian actually get sucked into AA really easily, and people who are vulnerable and maybe don't have a family that they feel like they're, I wanted to be a part of. My son is like, well, Mommy, just wanted to be a part of something, you know? When I when I first, when I don't even want to say joined, because it wasn't a sense of joining. It was just hanging out with other young people that didn't drink. You know, I, I didn't Anyway, I gotta shut up myself. We got ninety seconds left. Okay, Jonathan, thank you so much for well, being on the show. Marcus. Thank you, Rich. Let's have you on too. If you want to come on, we can, you know, have another hour, and then maybe the other two pilots will call in. We're gonna hopefully have the uh, lawyer and uh, Barry on John Heller, I think it is, who represented Barry, on coming up really soon, and we will talk. And uh, thank you again so much for being on the radio show again. This is um, Monica Richardson for Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. Again, we will see you all next week. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank okay. you. Good night, Jonathan. Good night, Rich. Thank you. Okay, good night. Good night, everybody. See you next week. Bye.